Hi, Cindy. Tony, you're there. Okay, good. Um, all right. Hey, y'all. We're set to go. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Cindy Lee Kelly, and you're listening to Musings and Meditations. And we're talking to Tony Etros today. How are you today, Tony? I'm great. Thank you. So, Tony, uh, in full disclosure, um, Tony is my personal physician and my best friend as well. And I have known her since before she was either of those things. Um, so that's full disclosure. Um, Tony is the woman who uh, helped me heal. I always say that you healed me. You say I did it. So can we agree we did this together? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right, Tony, we're going to start um, in April of 2014, because that's when um, things got really rough for me, um, and I was going to the emergency room like every other week. Uh, I was admitted in April once. Um, medical doctors could not find anything wrong with me. Um, they couldn't find a diagnosis. So why was that? Um, why couldn't they find anything wrong with me? And um, you could. That is a really good question. Why couldn't they find anything wrong with you? Um, I don't know that they didn't find anything wrong with you. They just didn't know what it was called. And if they don't know what it's called, then they don't know how to treat it or which pill to use for it. So um, if I remember correctly, they just randomly started pulling things on you to see if that was it, right? You had your gallbladder removed. Yeah, that happened before uh, 2014. In 2014, um, that was at the end of the, the weaning of the pills. I had weaned off of all of the medications oh, that they okay. had put me on. Okay. And um, that was at the time that... Um, I would have thought, you know, I was off all the medications. I thought that was going to make me all better. And the opposite happened. I was horribly sick um, at that time. And um, so, and, and their answer, you're right, was to take more medications, go back to taking the medications that I had just worked 14 months to get off of. And I knew that wasn't the answer. In fact, they did. They, the only thing that they diagnosed me with was gastritis after they did an endoscopy. And they gave me uh, something like Pepsid for that, which I never did get filled. Instead, I came to you and I said, uh, Tony, please, can you help me? And you said, yes, but you have to do everything I say. <laughs> now, to know first of all <laughs> how did you know what to tell me to do and 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 what what you did tell me to do well all illness regardless of what it is if it's mental or physical ultimately comes down to lifestyle even genetic diseases it's lifestyle in environment that turns those genes on and makes people ill but if you have a healthy lifestyle those genes don't get flipped on and if your lifestyle ultimately is 95 percent of all disease and so if we look at the individual factors of what makes up a lifestyle that's where you find your answer on how to cure 
all types of illness. Okay, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but medical doctors don't address lifestyle issues at all. Well, it's hard when they only have three to five minutes with a patient. You know, it takes a lot to talk about diet and exercise and meditation and detoxification and all of these different factors, and they just don't have the time. And our current medical model is set up in the way that they're not allowed the time or they get threats of being fired. So they do often, if you go in for heart disease or if you go in for high blood pressure, they go, you need to lose 20 pounds, go diet and exercise and send you out the door. But we all know it's more than that. And a lot of people there's so much information out there and so much misinformation that diet and exercise, well, which diet there's like 500 different diets. So it's, I think many different factors in it's just, they need the diagnosis. So they have the pill to give you. All right. So it, it, it's, it's many different factors. It's um, a lot of different things involved. Um, anytime you get anything. And so this comprehensive plan and tell me tell me what all was in it I remember what all was in it it was parts of it were very grueling it was very hard uh, for me to do but I knew that um, it was something I had to do if I wanted to get well so what was this plan Uh, what were the parts of it and what um, was the necessity for all these different parts what did each thing do uh, to help me heal Well, that's the key right there. It's you have to look at all of the parts. You could eat perfectly every day of your life, but if you sit on the couch and don't move your body, are you going to be healthy? So we have to look at all of the different components of a healthy lifestyle. And you are in kind of a unique situation. Um, I hope you don't mind me saying, but you have um, the least amount of financial resources of pretty much anybody I know. And so the bar was really set high, like, how can we help you to heal? But you don't have money to throw at this. You have to do this all from a very basic level. Um, I do not mind you. In fact, that was uh, one of the points I wanted to bring up was how um, with all of these different factors that are involved and all of these different changes that have to be made. For me, there were a lot of changes Um but I did it. And you're right. Financial resources, resources, period. It's, it's difficult for me because of transportation, because I don't have the budget for it. So, um, and I want everybody to be able to heal and even people with insurance might not be able to throw money at it, uh, as you say, because they have to, you know, go what their insurance calls for. So, um, what are some simple basic things that people can do, uh, changes that they can make, things that they can incorporate into their lifestyle to help them um, get on a, a path of healthy living? I think the biggest thing for you at that time was uh, the nutrition component. Um, you were having a hard time buying good quality food and the food that you were eating because of the gastritis, because of the state your body was in, you weren't breaking down and absorbing the nutrients of the food that you had. So we had to get past the level of even digestion and really get to the base core that's been handed down for since the beginning of time, broth. 
Yeah, bone broth um, from 100% grass-fed beef bones and rice congee. Can you talk about rice congee a little bit? What is that? Rice congee is similar to making how you would make normal white rice, except for you dilute it. So you, instead of one cup rice to two cups water, we really increase the, the ratio of rice to water so it's like one cup rice to 10 cups water and it just simmers and simmers all day long the ideal thing is to then use that it turns into kind of a soup that the rice just dissolves as soon as you put it in your mouth you do not have to digest it but you can then add things um, of medicinal value to it and use the congee as a way to get that into your body so you're not having to digest it it's what they have fed infants and the elderly since the beginning of time. And it really helps to keep you alive. And at that point, I was really worried how long you were going to be with us. And that's what we had to do. We had to get the nutrition in you to keep you alive so you could do the other parts of the program. Yes, um, I remember that. And um, bone broth and rice congee have uh, become comfort foods to me, too, because of uh, that experience. Um, I hadn't eaten for a couple of weeks, as you know, and it was like a tablespoon of congee every 30 minutes and as much broth as I could drink until until I could, um, you know, start digesting and adding other things. Um, and there were also, uh, there was other components to this plan of, besides my diet, which really doesn't involve any money at all, um, like uh, yoga and meditation. And can you talk about those things? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the frame of mind that we're in definitely affects our body and I would say creates every issue that we're having in our body. So going into meditation where you're shutting off the connection between your mind and your body so you're not actually in your body can give the body a chance to, to heal because you, you stop the broken record of I'm sick, I'm never going to get better, I can't stand this, how can I continue to go on? When you have those messages going over and over, your body is going to stay in that state, if not worsening. So meditation really gives us the opportunity to disconnect that chatter and allow the physical organism of the body to, to just be at peace for a minute. And when the body has the opportunity, it always heals itself. We have to eliminate the things that are keeping it from being healthy and the mind is a really big one. Um, so when we can get that factor out, the body will want to heal itself. And earlier we talked about there are many parts and now you're bringing up another part. Aren't you bringing up um, the part about the spirit, the soul? Um, it's not just about mind and body. Absolutely. And I think a big thing, not for just you, but at that point, you were in a dark place. And I think you didn't even have the energy to put into feeding your soul. But meditation is the first step to that. Even just breathing, deep breathing exercises, walking in nature, all of that helps you to reconnect to spirit and your soul. And when that connection's going, you feed that universal energy in and it's so healing and can really help you to turn things around. 
Yeah, I, I bre- just breathing and walking in nature is a form of meditation, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. And and then with the yoga, I, I couldn't move very well in the beginning, but um, you incorporate your body into that spiritual journey uh, using the yoga, right? Yes, with the yoga, you're breathing, you're moving the body. We store so many emotions and I don't know anybody on this planet who hasn't some, had some kind of trauma to overcome or, you know, events in their life. And when we experience these negative emotions, we store them into our body. And if we just sit stagnant in them, they remain there. But if we can move the body um, through yoga and stretching, we start to liberate those, those emotions out and are able to release them so that they no longer have power on us. Well, well, we certainly have covered a lot of um, good information uh, here and just thinking about all of the things um, that we went through and that we did uh, and that you helped me with. um, It was a whole pretty amazing time. It's kind of um, pretty amazing that we're sitting here talking about this, isn't it? Absolutely. And... um, you know, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, being able to afford it, having insurance, um, but no matter the budget you're on, um, you can do things uh, every day to, to be a little healthier, like we're talking about breathing, meditating, drinking water. Um, what advice would you have for anybody that just wants to take one little step in the right direction? One little step in the right direction. I think you said it at the end there, water. The majority of us are dehydrated. The majority of us um, are drinking other beverages and counting it as our water intake for the day. Every cup of caffeine beverage that you have in a day, you need to replenish that with two cups of water. And how much water should somebody drink in a day? You take your body weight in pounds, divide that number by two, And that is the amount of ounces you should be aiming to drink in a day. And if you do that, if you count how much you're drinking in a day, I bet you the majority of you are falling way short of that number. And dehydration causes so many diseases. It can kill you in a matter of days. So it's serious business. And low levels of dehydration affect the mind, affects the body, affects the quality of the blood, your energy, your vibrancy, all of that stuff. Um, So I would say that would probably be the easiest step. You want it to be good quality water, but drinking water, number one tip. I agree. Drinking water and breathing. And I remember a time when water was free. That's not the case anymore, but breathing certainly is uh, (laughs) so far. So, you know, that's something that that we can do. Um, So uh, tell me, Tony, um, you are a a healer of all sorts. So uh, tell us what, what, what do you do? What is your expertise? I would say my expertise is treating chronic illness naturally. And over the years, I've accumulated a variety of very different tools that I have in my toolbox. So if one tool doesn't work, I have five or six others that we can choose from. And so I can really individualize treatment, meet people where they are. But 
Western medicine, our current medical system is great for emergency medicine and is pretty good for acute medical conditions, but they fail completely when it comes to treating chronic illness and disease. And that is definitely my forte. And if people are committed to getting better, I can work with them and they can reverse all of it. Hypothyroid, diabetes, heart disease, colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, depression, Alzheimer's, all of that kind of thing, all of that chronic illness comes down to lifestyle. And so if you can learn what the correct lifestyle techniques are, you can reverse any kind of illness in your body. Well, that sounds wonderful. And, uh, you know, personally, mainly probably because uh, you have brought me through the darkness and helped me heal and get rid of all kinds of chronic conditions. And so maybe that's why it's so exciting for me. I really know that you do what you say you you can do. And so how can people find you and uh, find your wisdom? Where are you on the internet? I have a website and it's acupunctursolutionsonline.com. But if you Google my name, Tony Etros in Naples, Florida, you'll probably find me as well. Wonderful, wonderful. I suggest everybody search you out if they're dealing with any kind of chronic illness um, that uh, they, they want to overcome if they really want to get better. You're the person to guide them. So I thank you very much for uh, joining me today, Tony. And you will be back on this podcast quite frequently, I'm hoping, right? It'd be my pleasure. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, thank you, Tony. You're welcome, Sid. Okay, y'all, I hope you got some uh, good information today. And if you have any questions, send them to me. I will be happy to ask Tony, uh, get a hold of her, go to her website, acupunctursolutionsonline.com. Tony Etros in Naples, Florida. So thanks, y'all. Have a good one. See you next time.